Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back. Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, and I'm joined with my co-host today, Randy, the professor of positivity, uh, Angston. How are we doing today? Good. I already had a smile on my face anticipating what was coming. <laughs> Just making it up as I go, as I go. Oh, how are we doing today? Good. Excited. Excited? Yeah, today's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one today. I'm excited. Gosh, I, I am excited about this one. And to be honest with you, I want to start this one off with a kick-ass story, yes. okay? There's a young man named Ronnie Coleman. Ever heard of him? He's an icon. Ronnie Coleman, for those of you that don't know, and if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, we might have a history lesson. But uh, Ronnie Coleman is literally one of the best and biggest and most well-known bodybuilders of all time. Uh, in fact, he won eight, eight Mr. Olympia titles. And for those of you who don't know, the Olympia is like the pinnacle of bodybuilding. My man, Ronnie Coleman, was not a small man. No. Um, I don't know what his top weight was, but he was in his 300-pound range, definitely in his off-season, over 300. Oh, walking easy. But the thing about Ronnie Coleman that I really admired, because I, I grew up in that era. I was in playing college football and kind of growing up and, and getting into bodybuilding and kind of heavy powerlifting. And the guy, Ronnie Coleman, is actually from the hometown, Monroe, Louisiana. Monroe? Yeah. And I would run into him at uh, Moore's Gym out in Monroe, Louisiana, I used to, this is kind of a, you know, bodybuilding kind of freakazoid gym that is kind of dirty, you know, in fact, like it had dumbbells that would go up to like 210 pounds, but by the time you got past 150, every other dumbbell was broken because <laughs> the big old meathead guys would break the, they're dropping, the they dropping, dropping so, cracking. so we used to do like incline press with like a 150 in one side and a 160, and we had to like <laughs> switch them, right, and we couldn't do it, we had to do uh like always had to do even sets. Yeah, you have to get your reps in. Yeah, so so Ronnie Coleman, the, the reason I looked up to him so much is if you ever look at bodybuilding, a lot of those guys aren't as strong as they look, but I admired his strength. Absolutely. The guy would put the weight on his back. He would do deadlifts. He'd do heavy presses, just a heavy, strong bodybuilder. And it showed his work ethic was in the gym, like, you know, unbeatable. The mm -hmm. guy would just put the friggin' work in, and I, you know, I saw him work out a few times in Monroe. So it was like, I got to know this guy, followed his career, and you know, if you if you kind of fast forward to today, I think he's in his mid fifties, and he's he's crippled. He's not doing so hot. He's you know, there's a there's a Netflix documentary yes. on his mm -hmm. story, and uh, but it goes to you know. He's crippled. He's had surgeries, back surgery, a lot of back surgeries. I think at the at the time uh, when I was watching this, or even right now, he might be on his tenth or eleventh back surgery. Crippled. He's in a wheelchair or walker, cane, crutches mm -hmm. at least eighty percent of his day. And he, you know, what's crazy about him is he still wakes up at four fifty in the morning, gets to the gym against doctor's orders, still does the work. He's in putting the work. He doesn't know a different life, mm -hmm. and you know. 
the story goes, he was interviewed by a reporter and, you know, he's in his hospital bed at, you know, when the guy, the reporter walks into the room and he's like, Hey, you know, Ronnie, you know, you know, you're a broken man. I mean, not, not, he doesn't say it that way, but like, Hey, congratulations on the eight Olympia titles. You've had 10 surgeries, you're crippled, you're broken. Do you have any regrets? Uh, you know, this whole bodybuilding thing, putting the heavy weight on your back, do you have any regrets now that you're not doing so well? And the response that Ronnie Coleman mm. gave, it just gives me chills. He goes, yeah, you know, I do have a, a one regret. You know, I was squatting 800 pounds and I stopped at two reps. I felt like I had two more in the tank. I should have done four reps. That's my only regret. And like, they're just kind of blindsided, but, but it makes sense. Absolutely. The guy doesn't know any other way. He's like, man, I, you know, the, the 800 pounds on his back broke him, but he's, his only regret is he didn't do two he more didn't do reps. More. He didn't do more. He didn't do more. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy story. That's the, that's the uh, refusal to be outworked, you know? But, but the thing is, he's all in. Yes. And, and that's really the point of this podcast is being all in. Ronnie Coleman was all in. And the unfortunate, sometimes in this business ownership world, there's not, a, there's not a lot of people that are all in, all in. They say they are, but when times get tough, they got one foot out the door. Sure. And they'd rather be doing other things. Mm-hmm. Shiny ball syndrome, right? Well, that, you know, they, they get distracted. But, you know, if you're in this industry, if you're a gym owner and you're, maybe you're creating a business for yourself, but you can't grow and develop a gym if you've got one foot out the door the whole time or you're thinking about doing something else. It's either you're in or you're out. Mm -hmm. what, what's your take on, like, people being kind of half in, half out? Because we've had some calls... No, not giving any names, but gym owners that when times got tough or their gym was failing and they were getting leads by our campaigns and they were on vacation, they couldn't get back to us, asked us to shut the, shut the campaigns oh, yeah. off. Like I, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, we're in a really finicky industry too, right? And, and when things are good, you, you need to run with them, especially the marketing side, right? Yep. You know, when things are, are hot, you run, when they cool off, you find, something find, else. find something else. And, uh, if you're not all in when you have the opportunity and when you have people looking to pay you money. Meaning people that are responding to the marketing campaigns. Correct. They like want to give you money. These people are standing there with their credit card saying, take my money. What happens? You take their money. Yeah. And you figure it out. You know, at the end of the day, we're in, we're in business. This is business. Yep. And um, when somebody is willing to pay you for the services, they've already checked the boxes. Your service is the solution for something that they're in need of. You know, we can get into, and we'll probably will down the road, but mm -hmm. the, the qualms and the, and the reservations around sales. But, um, you know, being all in, right? Like you said, you had a, we've, we've had clients, and we've had more than one client that weren't all in. Now, I don't want to say we've, we've had the clients, but we've had the, call, the conversations with right. prospects, if you may, or calls that we've had. And sometimes it's more appropriate for us as, as coaches and leaders to tell somebody that they're not ready because they're not all in. They're mm -hmm. not invested in, in their own business to the level that they need to be in order to succeed. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen it a number of times. It's a difficult thing. You know, you can only lead somebody as hard as they're willing to be led. Yeah. And that's, it goes back to one of the reasons that, you know, one of the things I love to bring to the table and that's a mental fortitude. It's not always fun. No. It's not always glorious. A lot of times it's not fun at all. It, it, absolutely. Right. And, you, but you know what it is? You know what is fun? What? Is the breakthroughs. Is the results. Yes. Is the overcome. Right. And I think that goes back to the, you know, the Ronnie situation. Ronnie doesn't love the fact that he wakes up every day and needs, you know, his wife to help him get out of bed. Oh yeah. But you know what he loves? 
going downstairs and seeing eight Mr. Olympia sitting on his trophy rack. Damn, he does. And he remembers, you know, the experience standing on stage being the number one in the world. Mm-hmm. Those are things that you'll never be able to live down. Yep. You know, he, th- those don't go away. I mean, you know, he's fortunate that he's got his memory and, and those types of things. But yep. physically, he's always going. And it's a constant reminder. Every day he wakes up and he, he battles those pain, that pain. Yep. It's still reminding him of the successes that he's, you know, that it took. That it t- yeah. You know what I mean? But he wishes he did those two reps, though. Yeah, hell yeah, he That's does. the only regret. <laughs> and you wonder if he did the four reps, if he said, man, I, I, I should have done 820 or 815. Mm-hmm. Wonder, we've all been there. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. and I know we've lifted together for you're a never, long time. Yeah, you never. It's never enough, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I've maxed out like my heavy weights, and it's just like, man, I, you know, you never get. There's always a top, and then Absolutely. there's always always a top to some point, and then you either come down or you stay the same or you go up, and it's like if you don't keep pushing, you just either you're just gonna go down. Growth, growth oh, or decay. Oh, that. Oh, That's wait. Growth oh, or back, decay. back to why we're here. Back to episode one: growth or decay. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. So my take is, look, if you're going to be in this business, be all in on this business. And I want to I kind of tell another story because there have so many, right? A gentleman named Thomas Plummer, who's a, a consultant, a, you know, the kind of the considered the, the godfather of fitness. And he was actually mm-hmm. my consultant. Or mm-hmm. my coach, yeah. or when yeah. I first you remember meeting Tom and oh, stuff. Yeah. Tom's a great guy, and you know, I got nothing but great things to say about Tom. And a lot of the guys in this industry are, are have been taught by Tom at some point in their career. And uh, he he said one time, he's like, "If you're going to go down, don't go down for a thousand or ten thousand bucks. Get the prime location, take the loan out, borrow money from everybody, and if the ship's going to go down." Flags are going to be flying. You're going to take everybody <laughs> down with you. Yeah. Your parents, your family, everybody's going down with you because that's being all in. Absolutely. But if you just half-ass it, well, I'm going to try to save money. I'm going to go in an industrial park, kind of be in the back with, you know, the, the rent's a little cheaper over there. Or I'm not going to pay that coach as much as he's worth because, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, or I'm not going to give the extra service or I'm not going to charge them. It's just all these little like half-ass mediocre things that you can do and they add up. Absolutely. That's why I'm in this location right now. It's right on the road. We have 85,000, 88,000 cars a day. They go past this building. I'm paying a shitload of rent here. You know, this is not yeah. the cheapest place. Understatement. But I'm going to go all in because this is, this is what I, this is it. Like I'm, you, you've set a standard for yourself as well. 
Right. You know what I mean? You, you know what it takes. You know the, the risk involved. Oh, yeah. Um, the work. At the end of the day, if you didn't set those bars, if you didn't set the, the bar so high, mm-hmm. you could settle. You could take things easier. You could, you know, it, it's not in you. Right. But in the event that you failed at mediocrity, right. so be it. It happens every day. But yeah. at, least, at least if this didn't work out, you, you knew that you gave 100% of everything that you had and you did it the way that you, the best version of right. this that That's you true. could absolutely bring to the table. That's true. Yeah. Mediocrity is easy. Complacency is yeah. easy. You know, what we do every day, what every, you know, this industry, gym owners, the mm-hmm. things that they're trying to do every day, are, it's not easy. And it's an understatement. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen it. You know, one yeah. of the things, one of the, the, I think one of the things I like about our relationship and how I've worked with a number of your, you know, these organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Both the ProFit and the Pulse Fitness side. Yep. I've seen behind the curtain. I've yes. seen what it takes to make this stuff happen. And it's a constant reminder for me when I work with clients because it's not just, we're, we're not some, somebody, we're not a marketing industry that just got really popular over one tactic and it's, we're writing that success. Tactic. You know, oh God, we could go on for days. You know, we didn't take a Facebook course overnight and then decide to go launch an, a, a business based around one idea. We know day in, you know, especially day mm-hmm. in and day out, the trials and tribulations. And if you weren't all in, it would be easy to just make all that disappear, right? Nobody would notice if, if oh, right. health fitness was gone. Yeah. But you've made a statement. Oh, yeah. That we've I ain't done. going anywhere, man. Hell no. If I go down, it's, I'm taking everybody down. <laughs> it's going to be big. Down. It's going to yeah. be big. <laughs> Not going down with a fight. You know, it's funny. Um, I was talking to a, another ad agency that um, I did a, a, like a Zoom call to his organization where mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of like, uh, you know, people doing their up and coming agencies, like one man shows, but they're, you know, helping gym owners win and or whatever. That's our thing. But helping gym owners get leads, get leads, get leads using, using tactics <laughs> and, um, tactics versus strategy. We're going to have a plenty of things to talk about when it comes oh, yeah. to that. I'm very heated on that topic. That's the root of, I would say that's probably become one of our new core foundations. Yeah. Strategy over tactics. Absolutely. A single, let's, let's define it right now because we're going to talk about it in a million episodes. Yeah. A tactic for everybody that's listening, a tactic is a one strategy that maybe it's a Facebook ad to a specific landing page for a specific offer. That's a tactic. A strategy is having that going on with a referral campaign and how it loops back in and, and retargeting and then uh, you know doing an internal uh, challenge to keep your clients engaged to having JV partnerships and all these things happening. We really talk about having multiple poles in the mm-hmm. water. That's, that's our foundation in, uh, in our marketing agency side. And it's about having several streams coming in for you at any time. A tactic is the one Facebook ad. Yeah. That's a tactic. Yeah. And, it's, and to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's a band-aid to a bigger problem a lot of times. And a lot of times it's like you go all in on that and then it doesn't work out and you're kind of left with nothing. And that's, that's exactly it. You know, when, you, when we look at marketing, and the success of marketing for longevity and sustainability. Yep. There are certain things, obviously content, providing content to your marketplace is something that is, is kind of the long play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, there's not an immediate return. It's not like you're slapping somebody in the face with a dollar sign saying, hey, buy my stuff. Yeah. It's, you're bringing a level of education. You're allowing the information to educate the individual. And then at their timing is when they come to your business. And that, as you can attest to, that's, yep. that's some of the, the highest quality leads 
the easiest clients to work with. They're coming to your business for that. Yeah. But guess that, what? That's hard to do. Of course it's hard. And that's why people don't do it. Exactly. Because they're not all in. They're not all in. Got to be all in. Like if you're going to do the content play, you can't do one video and just call it good. You got to do, got to go all in on that. If you're going to get the location, you got to go in all in on the location. Content's not easy. No. Content, not. filming content is always going to be a challenge. If anybody's looking for the easy route when it comes to content-based branding, mm. you're in the wrong business. Just give up. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody, first of all, authenticity, transparency, you know, you're, you need to be the face of your business. You need to be willing. If it's not you, then it's your fitness director or somebody um, that you can appoint. Like mm -hmm. we've talked about processes and things like that, right? If you want to be able to step away from your business, somebody else needs to be in that role. It, it needs to be consistent. Mm -hmm. It needs to be uniform, right? You have to have the same message ingrained in all of your yeah, branding forms. of community. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. And There's a whole be, course on that. It can't be an overnight just boom, let's, let's run with this. And then at the end of it, what do we do? What do we do? We start over. All the results that we just built upon, now we stop and we just start over. No, that's a tactic. Tactics. That's yeah, what I mean. Switching tactics. That's that shiny object syndrome that you're talking about. Like, yep. what's, the, what's the next thing that's going to bring in all the clients? You know what's going to bring in all the clients? Having a fucking solid business that people want to be a part Absolutely. of. Absolutely. And not a gimmicky ad that tries to catch them off guard with some, you know, twerking in the video and something for free. No, they want to be a part of your business because you have the best coaches, you educate, you're the leader in the industry, you're a leader in your area at a minimum. You got a gorgeous facility, you're in a great location, your coaches are educated, the place is clean. That's the thing that people want to be a part of. It's not a tactic on a Facebook ad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, guys, uh, you know, this is, this is where we're at today. And this is, you know, this is where we're at. It's, this it's, is the, the industry right the now. Real, uh, non the real, non-glorious truth. The guys and girls out there listening, they're going to separate themselves are the ones that do all the things right. And they're all in on their business, not all in on a shiny object or not all in on a Facebook ad strategy, but being all in all around. Absolutely. Do it right. Absolutely. You don't need to scam people and bait and switch people to, to build a business. Be a business that, that serves, that mm -hmm. are here to serve the people that your clients are. You know what I mean? Like your clients are coming to you to solve a problem. Solve their problem. Yeah, you, I've, I've heard you say it a lot over, yeah. you know, many years we've worked together. But, yeah. you know, we're in the business of fitness. Yep. We're not selling cigarettes and crack cocaine on the, you know, <laughs> the, the corner over here. You're like, we're, we, have yeah. a, we have something that we know genuinely provides a better quality for the lives of the people that we're right. exposing to. They say in sales, right? If you, if you believe in what you sell, mm -hmm. if you're a product of your own product, it is your moral obligation to sell that product. Yep. Morally obligated. I mean, we do the same thing. I always relate the products that I sell to things like movies and, and books and things that, okay. you know, we share all the time, but we don't think of the fact that we're selling. Right. right? When you're giving somebody a recommendation yeah. at a restaurant, you're selling. Well, you do. I'm selling the restaurant for the restaurant, the restaurant right? right? Every a friend of mine years ago told me that every single conversation that takes place, a sale is sold. Makes sense. I just sold a sale to you. You just mm -hmm. believe the shit I just told you. Yep. You know, at the end of the day, when you believe in something so much, and then it comes back to being a product of your own product. You know, we could we could elaborate on that. Being all in, are you the product of your your business? Yeah. You know, are you the skinny chef that nobody believes? <laughs> right? Nobody wants a fat trainer. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you need to fit the role. You need to be all in. You need to believe in your business mm. with unwavering faith. Show up every day and do what it takes. Yeah. And Whatever you, it takes. And you can't ask your clients to do something that you wouldn't You're do. You're unwilling to do yourself. Yeah. 
that's being all in guys. All right. That's our, that's it for this episode. Are you all in? If you want to be all in and you want to check out uh, what we're doing here with our private clients, go ahead and go to pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. That'll get you on the calendar with Kelly. Uh, you can also check out my new book, timlinesbook.com, L-Y-O-N-S. But that's it for this one. We will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, I'd love it if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. See, this lets the platform know that I'm doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge, huge help and I would be very grateful. Until next time, keep building something great. We'll see you on the next show.